talk about a confounding gospel. To the one who has more, more will be given. From the one who has not, even what they have will be taken away. It sounds like the rich get richer and the poor get poor. It just seems to all work out that way. But it does. It sounds very confounding. I remember graduating from high school and then going off to seminary and coming back home, and my dad and I would talk about my buddies and the girls I used to go out with. And he always said there was one in particular I hung out with that he just was so impressed with. And he mentioned my buddy's name, and I think to myself, he wasn't very athletic, very poor in his studies, came from a really troubled family. Dad was a severe alcoholic. Mom was always playing bingo, always away. And I'd say, Dad, why, why Tom? I mean, of all people, why him? Because he had, it seems to me, so little, and he's going to school. He's in college. My dad wasn't a college graduate. He said, can you imagine? He said, I would expect so much more from you, meaning me, because you came from a strong family. You had a Catholic education. Everything's been given to you. Of course you're going to go to college. But this man, he had everything against him, and he kept plugging along. And I was really put out, my dad, for, and he'd always mention this buddy of mine. I'd be like, well, why don't you have him as your first son? You know, if you love him so much. But, but you know, as you get older, you kind of reflect on those things. And, and he really was right that so many of the people I hung out with were so blessed with so many, many gifts, of course we were going to go to school, or of course we were going to uh, enter a profession maybe of service. You would hope we'd be good husbands, good wives, good spouses, good parents. But to those who weren't given maybe the proper modeling or the, the proper uh, preparation for what's expected of them in life, and for them to do so well, we should applaud them. Maybe that describes one of your friends. Maybe that describes you. You know, that you take what God has given, and it's not so much, Lord, you didn't give me this, this, and this. How do you expect me to do anything? But taking the gifts you have been given and doing so much with that. We have been given the faith. We are so so fortunate. And, and I sort of, this whole thinking of, you know, to those who've been given much, of course, much is expected. Oh my gosh. You know, I, I quietly think, Lord, how much more do you want of me? But God has been so, so extravagant in his giving. And what's remarkable is he'll give even more. That's almost impossible to imagine like lord i'm not pushing it but how, what else is there to give but that's we've been given that great faith i see so many people that were given a great opportunity in particular a good family upbringing very strong upbringing they may have been given a catholic education or they enjoyed their experience in CCD or faith formation. 
and then they just don't go to Mass. They don't practice their faith. And it's sort of like, it's almost frightening. You think, wow. To be given such tremendous gifts and then to, to squander them. We'd be appalled at a story like the prodigal son who takes a huge inheritance and squanders it on crazy living. We'd be appalled at that. And yet, isn't that what a lot of people do with a treasure far more valuable than, say, a million dollars or an inheritance or even a very good education? When we're given the faith so, I don't want to say easily, but so, so graciously on a platter, you know, it's different to be a convert and have to go through the struggles of faith and really reflecting on it and then coming into the church. But to be born in the faith, to be born with parents who are, you know, we rejoice in the faith and practice the faith, be different if our parents didn't practice the faith. John Bosco struggled a great deal, St. John Bosco struggled a great deal as an adolescent. Oh my goodness. He, he, he was destined for a prison. Just his destiny was going to be jail for sure. You know, he had such a troubled youth. But somehow, God's grace, but it's not just God's grace, his design, John Bosco's design, he was going to make the best of the life given him. And he enters seminary against all odds, becomes a priest, and then founds the Salesian Order, 16,000 religious women and men around the world, 16,000 people serving orphans and young people. I mean, how many countless people blame, blame, blame? I blame my parents, I blame my grandparents, I blame the Civil War. I mean, they're blaming silly things. I'm blaming, I blame God. All my troubles, I blame on others. Instead of taking some ownership. But then there are those who have so little in their life, so little, but they hold on to that and really begging God's assistance, and God will help. We beg him, beg enough. And they really make great what little they have. That should humble us. It really should. Because God will take an accounting of what we've done. And for me, to be a faithful Catholic, God would say, big deal. You came from a faithful family. You came from a Catholic school. Everybody around you was Catholic, or at least supportive of the church. I mean, What's so extraordinary about that? What did you do with the gifts I've given you? How did you take those gifts and make them extraordinary? Let us stand and pray.